Welcome to The Mom Closet, a podcast where you get to experience freedom, the freedom to be a mom and more. Each week we'll cover topics on self-care, personal development, spirituality, and everything in between to ensure you be, do, and have all that God has designed for you. I am your host, Naomi Osemerwa. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome back to the mom closet. This is where you get to experience freedom. I promised you last week we were going to be back with the concluding episode with Catherine Winch, aka the Dragon Slayer, the CEO of the Mom Complex and author of the book Slay Like a Mother. So this is the conclusion on how you can slay like a mom. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is still our first live show, and we have the special honor of, you know, hosting Catherine Winch, and she is the CEO of the Mom Complex and the author of the best-selling book, How to Slay Like a Mother. And we are really just sharing our journeys to overcoming and slaying our dragons and how you can as well. At the Mom Closet, we want you to experience freedom in all of its fullness, the freedom to be a mom and everything else that you desire to be without the guilt. And if you're just joining us, please let us know where you're joining us from. And we would love to recognize you as well. So, Catherine, let us go a little deeper. You said in your book, and I'm going to read from page, so everyone needs to get the book, page 186, uh, getting comfortable with the present moment. So we've talked a little bit about the struggle. We've talked a little bit about, you know, how to be kind to ourselves. Uh, Let's talk about where we are today, the present moment. So you said learning to live in the present can feel uncomfortable if you're not used to it. In fact, if I were a betting woman, I would say that sitting still and being calm makes you more nervous than plotting and planning your disastrous future. (laughs) Don't believe me. Test yourself. How long can you sit in the waiting room at the doctor's office without looking at your phone? Oh, my God, you're describing me here. How long can you sit on your kitchen bar stool and just breathe before you grab a wash rag and start cleaning up? Even when there's nothing to clean up, it's okay. I bumped this test too. Now tell us about this, Catherine. How do we get comfortable with the present? So, and I think this is for moms who are on that journey to saying, okay, yes, I I hear you. I hear you, ladies. I want to do better. I want to be better. But how do I deal with it right now? What do I do in the present? Talk to her. So the best way to bring yourself back to the present moment is to get out of the future. So I think when people talk about being present, 
it's often positioned as like, don't live in your past. But I find with a lot of women, we live in this doomsday future, as we were just describing. So let's say that, you know, you're going to make steak for dinner and you get home and you forgot to take the, the steak out and it's, you know, frozen or, you know, you can't cook it that night. And then all of a sudden what happens? The wheels start turning. You go, oh my gosh, my family's not going to have anything to eat. And then they're going to eat cereal and everybody's going to be mad at me. And I'm a terrible mother and blah, 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 blah. And we just go, we fast forward so quickly to this disastrous ending of whatever follows a mistake that we made. And so you have to catch yourself doing that. And then the way you bring yourself back to this moment is what I do is I just say to myself, and sometimes I even say it out loud if I need to, right here, right now. I am not in the future when my family yells at me for not getting the dinner, right? I'm not in the future when my child doesn't know how to do their laundry and nobody wants to marry them, whatever it is. You know, it's so, so catch yourself, just like the mean voice, catch yourself when you're living in the future, take a deep breath and say right here, right now. And all that anxiety that comes with thinking about the future will dissipate, it will disappear and it might come back a few minutes later. But if you have to say right here, right now, a hundred times a day, it's just your cue to keep your body and your mind in the same time zone. So your body is in this time zone. It is not three days from now. It is not two years from now. It's this day right here, but your mind wants to go to the future and that's where all your anxiety lies so right here right now right here right now right here right now so for all of you in the comments please put that in right here right now i want to see that in the comments right here right now and this is so this is so important because yes we could be so immersed in wanting to you know be in the future that we actually lose the present. Mm -hmm. I was telling someone today how for a long time, and I mean, I'm going to be very vulnerable here. I totally despised the holidays, especially because I just felt there was never going to be enough time to be there for my kids. I mean, it was easy for them to be at school and then I could catch up with work. But every time it would be holiday season, I would just feel so miserable. I would just constantly feel guilty. If I'm at work, I'm thinking they're at home, you know, other mothers are with their children. And here I am trying to save the world. And I I said to someone today, um, I've grown to that place where I don't feel bad anymore. I I love the fact that they're home, I mean, that is kind of hard to say, but it's true. I really have grown to the place of just loving the fact that they're home. And what you just shared really has helped me because this is me being in the present. I mean, they're not going to need my attention. And I'm particularly talking about the little ones. So Samuel is seven and Sparkle is four, acting like she's 12. 
And those two, uh, they they literally own me. I mean, it's a miracle that they haven't stormed here yet. But I just would feel so bad about holiday season. But now, just because I am conscious of that right here, right now moment, knowing that they won't be they won't be tiny tots for too long. Pretty soon, they just will not need to see me. I have days where the teenagers perhaps just come out when they need to eat and they sort themselves out and they're off. I remember a particular day I, I called my oldest who is 20 and I'm like, I think I'm just, I think it was probably maybe 6 p.m. And I'm like, I think I'm just seeing you today for the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, and yeah. we are in the same house. So just realizing that there is right here, right now, I think, I, I think it, it makes a lot of difference. I really do. So let's let's practice that uh, again right here, right now, right here, right now. Imagine and you mean, one other thing, you know, on that okay. is that um, according to my research, 85 percent of the time when we're worried about the future, you know, I'm worried my children are not going to have a good holiday. I'm worried they're going to think I work too much. I'm worried. 85 percent of the time what we worry about never happens. And even when it does happen, it's almost assuredly not as bad as what you created in your mind. So right. I'll share an example that I share in the book, which is several years ago, I was on a tennis team and I was going to a tennis match and um, it was against, you know, another team and I was running late. I think it was probably 18 minutes from my house and I left, you know, in not enough time. So in the 18 minute drive, I annihilated myself the whole time. Like, oh, Catherine, you're such an idiot and you can't manage your time well. And now you're going to let your team down. And I was playing a video in my mind of me showing up. And the reason I was so worried about it was because if you're over like three or five minutes late, you get disqualified. You can't play the match. And so I'm picturing the captain being like, well, we had to forfeit this line because Catherine wasn't there. So I'm watching this whole movie, the whole 18 minutes. So I get there. I'm like a hot, sweaty mess. You know, I run in. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm late. Oh, my gosh. And um, the captain goes, oh, no worries. The match right before us is still playing. So get some water. And I was like, oh, my Lord. And I thought the 18 minutes in that time. Torture. I was so mean to myself. My soul will never forget what I said to myself, you know, that day. And it was unnecessary because what I feared didn't really happen. And in all honesty, even if it had happened, I'm, I would still be alive. <laughs> you know, like no one was going to die. And um, maybe it would have taught me a good lesson and I would leave on time the next time. Maybe it would be a benefit to it. So anyway, just keep that in mind of so many mm -hmm. of the things that we're fast forwarding into are never going to happen. They're never going to happen. Moms, experience the freedom of knowing that some of the things that you just worry about and predict right now are never going to happen. That right there is freedom. That right there is freedom. Let us talk about gratitude, the power of gratitude. And this is from page 223. And you talk about being thankful for what is within and around us. Tell us more about that, the power of gratitude. 
Yeah, the power of gratitude is really something. And I think it's often described in kind of such an airy fairy, I don't know, way that that people um, don't really, you know, grasp it. But what I know to be true is that you cannot be grateful and pissed off at the same time. And so when you're in a situation, maybe you've made a mistake, maybe something has gone wrong, maybe you're not doing, you know, the best that you want to do at something. It's like, what can you like hit pause on and look around and say, I'm so grateful for X, Y, Z. So I'll give you an example. Um, The other day, my husband was doing something that you know, was annoying me. And I don't even remember what it was, but I remember thinking, gosh, this is really annoying me right now. And I had to find a way to transform that energy, which was very negative into something that was very positive. And so I said, well, what am I really grateful for, you know, when it comes to this man? And I thought, I'm so glad that I didn't marry that loser that I dated in high school. (laughs) I was able to say like, okay, this guy's not perfect and he's doing something that's annoying me. And certainly I annoy him all the time. It's not, you know, unique, but I thought, oh my gosh, I could be married to someone else. I could be married to that guy that I thought was great and really wasn't or didn't treat me well. Or, and so even in the toughest moments, you can find deep within you, just look around and say, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful that the sun is out. I'm grateful for this conversation. I'm grateful for a great bagel that I had today, whatever it is, but you can't be grateful and mad or upset at the same time. Absolutely. I I took note of that. You cannot be grateful and pissed off. You cannot be grateful and mad at the same time. Okay, so we are still with Catherine, CEO of the Mom Complex, author of the best-selling book, Slay Like a Mother. We will take another quick break. Please grab some water and tell us what you are grateful for in the comments. We will be right back. It's podcast hour, but it's also freedom hour. Experience the freedom to be a mom and more. Tuning now to binge on all our podcast episodes today or at www.neomusimedua.com forward slash podcast. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. I'm checking the comments and Aisha is saying, Find a positive moment, even in the negative moments. And, and this is really powerful. Um, at the Women With Stories, we believe something so profound. And that is your story is a gift. It means it, it doesn't matter what it is that you've gone through. We believe that whatever it is that you survived, whatever you've been through that didn't kill you, has given you a cure. And that cure is not for you. It's not just for you, but so that you can serve others. But one thing I've realized over the years is we go through pain and we we stay there. We don't realize that there is a cure. There is a gift. There is purpose in that pain. And recognizing it makes a world of difference. I I look back at my journey of running away from home and getting to a place where by 31, I was already divorced, alone with two children. And I could have stayed in that place of pain. I could have stayed in that place of guilt and 
all of those negative emotions. Uh, but like Aisha just mentioned, you know, just finding the positive moment for me was realizing, well, now, now I know what to tell those who would like to make a decision <laughs> like the one I made at 22. And so an entire movement was born from that journey. Well, I like to say that very ugly story. The Women With Stories was born from that story. And, and it's exciting because yes, drum roll. <laughs> I, I want to let the world know publicly that we are having the Women With Stories event come the 27th and 28th of August, 2022, live in the city of Abuja, Nigeria, and yours truly, Catherine Winch, woo, will be with us live in Nigeria. Can I get a big, big yay in the comments? Yes, yes, yes. This is our big moment of reveal. Catherine is coming to Nigeria. Yes, she is. August 27th and 28th. Yes, yay, yay, yay. <laughs> I love it. Save the date. Save the date. We will start teasing on the 1st of May this Sunday. Catherine is already set. I promise you, her bags are ready. She cannot even wait for one more night to be with us. And we're happy to have her. It's going to be a hybrid event. We will have a live audience at the most prestigious, the most prestigious venue you can think of. And um, we will also be serving our online community from different parts of Nigeria and, of course, the rest of the world. So, again, August 27th and 28th, it will be a weekend of storytelling. It will be a festival of storytelling. And, and it is such an exciting moment for me because, again, this was born from an ugly story. So, Catherine, someone here is, is listening and asking herself, you know, uh, and I, I definitely want you to tell us about, you know, your coming to Nigeria and what you're looking forward to. But I want us to talk to someone who still feels um, there is no good in all that I've experienced. Like, I can't see any good. I, I don't know how you girls have done it, but I, I can't see any good to being raped. I can't see any good in being abandoned by my mother. I can't see any good in being molested by my father. Please talk to her. Talk to her. I would say that you're still here. You're still surviving. And maybe you can find some grace and some joy in how far you've come that you haven't given up. You haven't thrown in the towel and remind yourself and have some gratitude for the fighter that you are. And that if you have been through a terrible and traumatic experience, is there something about it that has made you stronger? Um, and if you can't see that yet, then maybe there's hope in seeing that one day 
it will have less power over you, less control over you. And that's a day that you can look forward to. And my advice in the short term is start talking about it, or at least don't stop talking about it if you are talking about it. If you've been raped, if you've been molested, if you've been sexually abused, don't keep that inside of you. Because when we keep secrets, it has a tendency to rot our souls. And if you can talk about it, if you can name it, it will have less power over you. It won't make the pain go away, but it'll have less power over you. Hmm. It won't make the pain go away. Catherine, does the pain ever really go away? Because sometimes I I have those moments where it just feels like the wound is healed, but the scar is there. Mm -hmm. And there could be trigger moments that cause that scar to sort of open up. Mm -hmm. and, and it just feels like I'm right back at where I started from. Mm -hmm. So this is for someone who is in her healing process, but still feels, I just can't get this pain to go away. Like I'm really trying to see the good. I am trying to find the positive moments in all that I've been through, but I can't get this pain to go away. Talk to her. I think that maybe you shouldn't have the expectation that it's going to go away. If something so traumatic happened to you that it still sticks to you, it may be unrealistic to think that you can just wipe it off or wash it off. So what I would do is, um, and I do this myself, when I'm going through a hard time, I take out a post-it note and I write on the post-it note, I expect this to be hard and I put it on my computer, or you can put it on your mirror in the morning or in the dashboard of your car. Because if you are going through something traumatic, you're overcoming something traumatic, it's not realistic to think that it's going to disappear. It should be hard. It will be hard. And it may be hard for the rest of your life. But reminding yourself that, of course, it's hard if you were raped to accept that, to understand that, to get through that, to work through that. So by expecting it to be hard, it won't come as a surprise to you or you won't feel like a failure when the pain comes back. Hmm. This is so powerful. Catherine, I can't even thank you enough for the time that you've spent with us today. I. I'm going to let you, you know, give us your final words in a moment. But for those who are, well, those who are here right now are the first to know that you are coming to Nigeria in August. What can we expect from you? Talk to us. I am so excited. I'm already like, what am I going to wear? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> So I'm so intimidated by all the beautiful dresses and fabrics. And so I'm, I'm going to get my A game on. But um, 
what you can expect. Um, I'm going to be doing a big workshop for some of the VIPs on the 27th, and that will be in-depth and intense. And then mm -hmm. I'll be giving a big keynote speech on the 28th. And I think you can expect to cry. I think you can expect to laugh. And you can absolutely expect to learn things about yourself that maybe you haven't uncovered before. And you will definitely leave on a high and you will feel empowered and you'll be around other dragon slayers. And there's just going to be such great energy of us all being together in one place. I, I look forward to it. I don't know if you know this, Catherine, but that's my birthday weekend. Yeah, so Sunday the 28th will be my 44th birthday. Oh so <laughs> so it's 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 going to be uh, very, very special for me. You know, when we had the first conference, it was uh, when I turned 40, four mm -hmm. years ago. And it was beautiful in the city of Lagos. And just so much, so much uh, happened at that event, uh, during the event, after the event. And I know for a while, I mean, back to this whole guilt thing, I, I struggled with the fact that I didn't have as much support as I would have, well, as I imagined I would have. Uh, but the women who came were just phenomenal. We had a total of about 13 speakers over three days. I had two speakers flying from the U.S., mm -hmm. from Atlanta, Georgia. I had one speaker flying from Zambia and 10 other speakers from Nigeria. You would think after pulling off such an event, I would be so proud of myself. I literally went into a state of depression. Honestly, I did. And this was just from spending everything that I had. And I almost gave up on this baby. I just felt it wasn't worth it. And for a year, two years, three, four, I felt, you know, I'm not even touching this women with stories thing. I'm done trying to save the world. I'm just going to mind my other business and let this go. And so it's, it's really special for me to have rebirthed this baby. Yeah, and, you know, just just come to that place of saying, no, we're just getting started and it's going to be bigger and better than what we had uh, the first time around. And on this note, I have another big reveal that uh, you can now go to thewomenwithstories.com. Our website is live. The YouTube channel is live. The podcast is live. And we're just so excited and grateful for re the rebirth. I'm grateful to the entire team. Like they have worked tirelessly over the last few weeks, just making sure that all of these things are in place. And, and I am truly, truly thankful. So I would say to anyone out there, uh, really just don't give up on your dreams. They are valid. Uh, you will need the courage to pursue them. Uh, for me, one of the things that has kept me grounded through it all has been my faith in God. It continues to remain a pillar 
because I understand that God who has created me, created me for a purpose. And yes, life will happen, but it doesn't change his plans. It doesn't change his plans. He, he has the most powerful way of taking a mess and turning to a message. And God did that for me. And I believe he can do it for anyone. He turned my mourning to dancing. He gave me beauty for ashes. And today it's an honor for me to do the work that I do uh, on the road to dying empty. So I, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. Catherine, I can't thank you enough for the time we've spent together. Um, it's just been so profound listening to you talk about how to slay like a mom. And everyone, we're, we're not going to reveal the other surprise, but if you can, please get the book, Slay Like a Mother. It is available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. <laughs> wherever books are sold. And... Um, Catherine, final words, final words. I just want to say to anybody who's watching that you can do this and you really can be a dragon slayer. I am living proof. I am not a magician. I didn't wave a magic wand and all of a sudden learn to love myself. I put in the hard work and the homework and you can too. You can do this. You can heal yourself from the inside out. And I believe that you can do it. I believe in you. And the dragon slayer in me sees, honors, and respects the dragon slayer in you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone in the comments, please let us, you know, just say thank you to Catherine for her time. She's been with us for almost an hour and we are grateful. We're grateful people. And there you go. Thank you so much, Dr. Naomi and Catherine. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Catherine, we have to do this again, but of course we know we're doing this again, but we're doing this again in person, <laughs> in person. I can't wait to give you the biggest hug and don't even worry about all of that fashion stuff because we got you covered. When you get here, you arrive early enough. So uh, we, will, we will have some surprises for you. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag yet. But don't worry, just make sure you leave some room for, okay. <laughs> for, for Nigerian clothes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you leave some room for Nigerian outfits because you know we bring it on. I'm just honestly, even I'm I am a Nigerian, but I am so proud of what is happening in the fashion industry. It is unbelievable. Sometimes I'm just like, did people create this masterpiece? It is it is stunning. It is stunning what they, they they are creating and truly, truly world standard. I mean, the fashion from Nigeria can match any top designer anywhere in the world. And I am so proud, so proud of my people. So proud of my people. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. All right. So we're going to let you go now. And um I will see you again soon. But before you go, please let us know where can we find you. Tell us where we can find you. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, either at Kay Winch with my last name, or of course, Slay Like a Mother. And you can like a mother. go to com. You can sign up for our newsletter where I re um, release a blog post every two weeks. And um, there's an amazing video on slaylikeamother.com where women are revealing the last terrible thing that they said to themselves, which is pretty powerful. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Once again, thank you so much, Catherine, and do enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> All right, people, this has been such a pleasure for me. I am so grateful. Thank you, Aisha. Thank you, everyone who made sure tonight was possible. Indeed, it was a wonderful session. Uh, before we go, I have one more quick break and I will come back to share my final thoughts. Two-time TEDx speaker, coach, consultant, author, oh yes, and mom. Want to know more about how this journey got started and how I'm serving you on the road to dying empty? Let's get connected. Let's get connected. That is my final word. Let's get connected. My name is Naomi Osamedua, and I am on a mission to die empty, blessing the world with the gift of me. And the Mom Closet Show is one of the many ways that my gift finds an expression. Be sure to follow us, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. And if you're watching this on the replay and you have stayed on till this time, you are the real MVP. And that's it for the show today. I will see you same time next month. Yes, our live shows will be the last Friday of every month. So I look forward to seeing you then. Until then, go slay like a mom. Bye for now. Oh, wow. What a brilliant time with Catherine. And I'm sure you got to hear the big announcement. Catherine is heading to Nigeria in August of 2022. Yes, just a few months away, we will be hosting her live in the beautiful city of Abuja. And we're so excited. If you want to know more about how you can participate, whether in person or virtually, be sure to check the show notes because we have all the details for you. We want you to be a part of this event. But first, I want to know what was your biggest takeaway from my session with Catherine? Go right ahead and let me know in the comments. And if you know a mom who needs to listen to this series, be sure to share this and, of course, share the part one so that she can also grab all the nuggets. Thank you, mom. I love you. Thank you for joining me today on The Mom Closet. Make sure to visit the website naomiosamedua.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and everywhere else so you'll never miss a show. We're social and it will be exciting to connect with you on social media at The Mom Closet. One more thing, your feedback is what I consider chicken soup for my soul. Don't forget to share your comments, leave us a review, and of course, get your tribe connected. We want to continue bringing you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next show. Go, 
sparkle your world.